Oh my god, we need a I need like a text script te- text script to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, can, I'm dying. You can set All a right. boundary work. I understand. Exactly. Sorry. I was recording a TikTok. <laughs> what are you doing? I was recording a TikTok. Well, I was recording like a draft of a TikTok. I'm sorry. I didn't know you were, we were recording. Hello and welcome to another episode of Finding Mr. Height, the podcast. I'm Allie, back with my co-host Rourke. Rourke, how are you? I'm great. Um, this is really, doing this has really improved my night. Um, today was a stressful work day. And um, so yeah, this is actually, this has been really fun. Um, I'm glad oh, we're here. Good. Yeah. Yeah, we just um, finished recording our Patreon episode for the week. If y'all aren't subscribed to the Patreon, it is a lot of fun. You should get over there. Yeah. And um we'll give a little bit more of a um a limited uh personal updates um on on the full to protect to protect the identities of the innocent. Yes, or or the not so innocent, but Yeah, true. People people we protect for no good fucking reason. True. In terms of um, relationship updates, not not work, not work stuff. Um, nobody cares about that. <laughs> I had like a, I mean, n- n- not entirely like an anxious day. I had like a little bit of an anxious morning where I have definitely been telling myself some like not great stories about how these like four weeks where classmate and I are both traveling are Mm -hmm. gonna go and also i really i did realize that like two weeks have passed which is crazy and so um oh he's been gone for two like you've been apart for two i've been gone for one and now he's or i'm about to be gone for two. like yeah yeah wow yeah and so i I guess that's fucking flown what do i know (laughs) um so all of a sudden i'm like all right i've hit my limit of (laughs) you're halfway through you're you're on the home stretch yeah where like i have these weird fears of like Oh, like he's going to think while he's away that, oh, like work doesn't add anything to my life. So we should break up. Like, what's the point of this? Like, I'm great on my own. I don't want a relationship. You know, I just create these stories that I have no basis in reality to believe. If he's, if he's feeling that way, he's feeling that way. Nothing is indicating that. What, regardless, it's not on me to str- it's not on me to stress about it where no. all i can do is live my life and because he's thinking what he's thinking no matter how much i'm thinking about what he's thinking i can't control his thoughts so all i can do is fucking live <laughs> it's so dumb very true also like he's not thinking that you know that though yes true and you know also just to be clear he like th- so the time change between Dallas and Spain basically gives us like about like a 2 hour window before my work really starts up and after his like work day is over. Mhm. And so he's been great about like he FaceTimed me, he FaceTimed me on my birthday, he's FaceTimed me at like random other times throughout like we've spoken and seen each other or uh, like digitally. Um right. We've either talked on the phone or FaceTime or at the very, like, minimal – like, he texted me on, like, his travel day because he had, like, two stops and whatever. So we, like, did not talk yeah. that day. But – um, so, like, it's not like he's not communicating. There is nothing – like, there is no more that he should be doing. Like, there is nothing that could change. Right. And we talked about this, like, more in depth on the Patreon episode, so we yeah. won't, I don't want to, like, belabor it. If, you, if you're interested, it, this week's Patreon, I think, is one of the best, actually, from an update perspective. Do. Um, because we get into a lot of, like, our past anxieties about different relationships um, and kind of where our current anxieties maybe stem from. But something we talked about there is that it doesn't seem like there's literally anything else he could be doing reasonably to give you yes. more security. And so I think it's it's internal and you know that. Correct. It is. The only thing he could be doing which would be like out of character and I'm not doing it to him is to say like, oh my God, like I'm depressed without you. But like I don't want him to be that (laughs) also. Like I want us both to be – like I want to be able to visit my family for a week and like not think that 
he's not going to have a great week. Right. You know, like, I don't want that. And so, like, you know, yeah, I I just, I I don't need those sort of, I, I don't need him to opine on, like, how much, like, he misses me or how much I add to his life or like whatever. Like it's, I'm glad that we both are having our own experiences and having a great time within those. And I can't wait to like talk about it all when we come back together. But that's like the only thing in theory that would be like directly reassuring to the anxiety that I'm expressing. Yeah. But that would be crazy in my opinion. I don't want that. Yeah. I, I totally understand that. Do you think that it's something that you might want to talk to him about, like when you're together again, of like that difficulty that you had? It's interesting that you ask. That's something that I I I have therapy tomorrow, and what I want to talk to her about is like, what of this do tomorrow. I voice? Love that. Um, I was supposed <laughs> to see her today, and I was like, um, I cannot today. Like, please, please let me reschedule. And um, she was very nice and did. So, something I want to talk to her about is how much of this do I voice or like what gets filtered out of the sieve and what makes it to the classmate and in like what will be productive essentially because the last thing I want is for I do not want him to think communicating with me is a chore or like a burden and I don't because and I don't want him to think for a second that I am guilting him or I want him to feel guilty for this time apart because that is not how I feel. And so I just like need to be very clear on like what that conversation isn't if I want to have it. That said, I think a lot of this is like self-work. So TBD. Yeah. Well, and you also don't want him to think that you are expecting additional stuff from him because you're not. Correct. And I've – when I want that, I've asked for that. Like when we right. had – like he and I have had a fight and then the – I I think it was like on a Sunday night and then I was seeing him again on Tuesday. And so leading up to that date, I said like, hey, I would like kind of some like extra reassurance like on our date night and like I would like it to just be like really nice and like – kind of like lovey like you know whatever like I was kind of like cheesy about it and um so it's like if I want reassurance I can like ask for reassurance and he was like he literally is such a boy he responded 10-4 beautiful I was like oh fuck you um (laughs) (laughs) um uh, whatever anyway so like he is very receptive to that and I have not been afraid to ask for that when I felt like I needed like emotional restoration well that's great but anyway that's where I'm at. So I've talked a little bit on the pod about how I've been trying to extend my damp January into into future months. And I have really been enjoying recess mocktails as a way to have what feels like a fancy drink at home, but without the alcohol. Yeah. And also, it's nice to have something in your fridge that just has a little bit of flavor. Totally. And they're, they're delicious. They're made with real fruit, sweetened with agave, and again, 0% alcohol. So just a nice, nice little flavorful drink. That is a little little play on our favorites here. They got a bunch of great flavors. My personal favorite is the Recess Watermelon Mojito. I actually like to garnish it like it's a actual cocktail. Like I put it in a coupe glass, feel it all fancy, garnish it with a little sprig of mint. It is delicious. And my favorite is the Recess Ginger Lime Mule. I'm a ginger gal. And what I love also, not too sweet. Perfect amount of just a little little sweet treat. They're absolutely delicious, and you can get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash FMH, so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. I also have therapy tomorrow. Breakups. Which I'm very, yeah, inventing breakups in our head, the thing we love yeah. to do. Um, yeah, I was doing the same thing last night because uh, the rower didn't respond to a text that really didn't need a response. And- yeah, I think that, that that's like what's so – it's like, I actually think your te- we can get into it, but I think your text danced right on the line of like actually not risky enough. Where I think yeah. if you had been like a little, fl- if you had turned up the dial a little on like the flirt risk of it, I think it would have been more likely to like reel in. Or that was me doing a fishing casting motion. <laughs> Whereas, like, the way you phrased it was, like, a little safer, I think, for him to feel like he didn't need to reply. Well, 
I, I also think it's funny because reading it back, I agree with you that, and, and I'll say what it was in a second. Reading it back, I agree with you that it is not clear that I was flirting with him. Yeah. When I sent it, it felt very risky. <laughs> and so then for him to not reply, I I I felt I'm I was gonna say devastated. That's not true. But yeah. I I felt affronted. Yeah. That he did not that he did not respond to my flirting. And I even texted you and said it should be illegal for people to not reply to a flirty text. That will be uh, which um I still think is true. That'll be one of my uh that'll be one of the legal uh accomplishments in my future. Enacting please, that for you. <laughs> please. Not just it should be illegal for them not to reply. You should be required to reply immediately. Oh wow. <laughs> Like, I wish that you could send text messages with the same importance level exclamation point in Outlook as you can a high importance email where I could send you a text message that it's like, this is very important. I am waiting for your reply. um, You know how your phone goes off with like inclement weather and Amber Alert? Yes. (laughs) It needs to be that. Yes. So here's what happened. So to set the stage a little bit. So I've been home for two weeks now. Almost. Not quite. Yeah, see? Yeah. Two weeks, baby. Gone. Wait, has it been has it been two weeks? Have yes, because only... we traveled on the same day. I'm fucking confused. What's it, what's the day? What's it's Wednesday. So it's been nearly two weeks. It hasn't been two weeks yet. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So it's been a week and it's been a week and a half. Yeah. Okay, fine. So I've been home for a week and a half. <laughs> I saw him the night before I left. So I basically saw him like right before I came back. Yeah. And We've oh, just burped into my microphone. Cool, cool, cool. Okay. Um, just thought I would narrate that for the people. So we've been talking, as I mentioned last week, not every day, but like a decent amount. I really have felt like he's thinking about me. I'm thinking about him. You know, we've sent pictures of our days back and forth. He texted me like early on Thanksgiving with a picture of like his morning walk, like just, you know, cute checking in stuff. Yeah, that's that's very thoughtful. That's nice. And his texting style generally is like, we we don't go back and forth even when we were in the same city, et cetera. We don't go back and forth for like long amounts of time. Like we'll have like a solid back and forth conversation and then like that'll kind of be its sort of own self-contained thing. Mm-hmm. And then one of us will text about something else and then we'll have like a back and forth conversation about that. So like he, he does text, but he's not like an all day, every day texter. Mm-hmm. So I already know this about him. So in the last week and a half, I felt really good about our communication and, you know, about how much he's checking in with me and I'm checking in with him, et cetera. And so yesterday he sent me a text about this new rug he got and we'd gone back and forth. He's starting a new job next week. I asked him um, if he was like, you know, how is he feeling, whatever. And he said that he was regretting not taking time off in between his current job and his next job. And if he had have taken time off, he wouldn't have been in New York when I'm back in a couple weeks for the like. Was he going to travel? Was that the idea? Yeah, he was just saying like he would have gone somewhere. Got it. So when we were on our date, he told me that he wasn't taking time off because it was like about to be Christmas anyway. Mm. And so he like didn't really feel like it made sense. I should also remind the listeners that in that conversation on our date, when I told him that I was annoyed about this work trip I have to come back for, he said, well, selfishly, I'm glad you're coming back because we'll get to hang out. So when he said the thing about regretting not taking time off, I said, well, to use your words, selfishly, I'm glad you're going to be around New York for the next few weeks. Uh, it, it wasn't flirty enough. I get it. I get it. <laughs> uh, I understand. But I, it's one of those things where like I had this idea of how I wanted him to respond. I basically wanted him to parrot back to me the exact words he said to me on our date. Right. It's like, why would he need to say those again? He does not need to say those again. But that's what I wanted. And I sent a text with a pre-prescribed idea of what I wanted a response to. And we shouldn't do that. Agreed. How So yeah. like, I, I'm sort of thinking like from the lens of like what I know of like men in my life. And what they would do. I think like the most that I could hope for 
across the man that I am dating to my guy friends, to my dad, the best I could hope for would be them hearting it. (laughs) Text react is like the best I could hope for. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and as it turns out, I now know the timeline of his evening and he was like on his way into a dinner that he then got really drunk at. Um, So like, even if he had planned to respond, like that happened, but also very well could have thought it didn't require one. Yeah, like I could and like I I'll be honest, I'm not always like I will receive a text and be like, "Oh, like even if it's from a friend, like, oh, that makes me like feel warm and fuzzy." And then like pretty much not address it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, here we are. Um so anyway, uh we talked this morning, like I I feel great about it now, but that's where I was at last night. Yeah. Understandable. Understandable. And also, you know, we we dug into this on the Patreon, but all of this stuff I think is like a little harder when we're at a distance and also like for me, like I'm with my parents, I'm working a lot, but I'm kind of hanging around. And so there are moments where my mind runs a little wild. And, you know, it's just, like, not the best setting right now where I know when I'm back in L.A., you're going to be staying with me for three days, and then I'm going to do some belated birthday celebrations, and then I have a friend's murder mystery birthday, and then I have a friend's Christmas. Like, all of that's going to feel so full and busy that not to say you have to occupy yourself to distract yourself from feelings, but that's my vibe. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm going up to L.A. on Saturday. And I'm staying through Wednesday night. And then on Friday, I'm going to Mexico. And then I'm going straight from Mexico to New York. And then we're, I'm going to see him. Yeah. So, like, it's all happening. But it just – and also, and if you want to hear more about this, I, I know we're plugging the Patreon a million times, but I'm not going to get into the full details of this. But much of my anxiety from this scenario is stemming from the fact that the last time I was in a – separated situation my long distance relationship with asv he broke up with me out of nowhere very soon after giving me a lot of reassurance about our relationship yeah like i i have my head has been primed that reassurance means nothing Mm. and that like hammers can drop out of nowhere which is always true sure but i don't think that's what's happening here um another unfortunate thing happened this morning that i haven't told you about oh god I was in Bumble and I haven't been like super active on Bumble. I ha- I changed my profile. I'm traveling to New York on Bumble right now. Mm-hmm. And I changed my profile to say that I'm in San Diego for a month and like, do you want to FaceTime and fall in love via FaceTime while I'm here? But I haven't been swiping that much. I've got a couple conversations going. Yeah. I went into my conversations today. And his is still visible just because I don't have that many since So it hasn't been like pushed down far enough. It hasn't been pushed down. And his picture was different. I'm sure your stomach fell out your butt. (laughs) Yes. And I actually made a video about it that I posted on TikTok and Instagram today because I was immediately able to self-soothe. So I saw it and I was so – I'm so used to seeing it because it's been in that same spot for like quite a while. And so it's just – I didn't realize that I had memorized what it looked like, but I had. Mm-hmm. And so when it was different, it was very jarring. And so I clicked on it and I realized that it was a picture that was previously like lower in his profile. And his previous profile photo was like now switched. Oh. And I then realized that he might not have done that because Bumble now has a feature that chooses your best photo for you. I've heard of I've heard of this on other apps. Yeah. So and I have it turned on. I think off. Hinge My- can do it. Um, Hinge doesn't yet, but Tinder does. Oh, weird. I could swear Hinge had like a let like the algorithm decide. They also roll out features to different people at different times and test it. Yeah. So like I you might have something that I don't have or vice versa or whatever. Um every time I post a dating app feature video, so many people are like, I've had that for months. And other people are like, that doesn't exist. I'm like, guys. And I feel like in every time you're like, they are rolling it out. <laughs> yes. Every single time. I'm like, guys, this is how this works. We've been through this. Yeah. Um, But 
so I have this feature turned on. My profile picture has changed several times. And yet, and so like the same thing could be happening in reverse. (laughs) Highly likely, in fact. Also, I have actively updated my profile to say that I'm traveling to San Diego. Yeah, all true. So like I have no legs to stand on in in this in this situation. Like I'm not upset at him. I also fully think that it was the algorithm that did it and not him. Because it's like a weird move to just like switch two pictures and change nothing else. Yeah, 100%. Um, But anyway, so I made a video that prompted me to make a video that's getting pretty good engagement about the new feature. So Love thank that. you the ro- to the rower <sighs> for that. Um, I do for the first time in a long time. I have two phone throwing moments to share. Before Holy we shit. Topic. Oh my yeah. God. I guess actually that one was kind of a phone throwing moment. A little. I kind, yeah. I kind of wanted to throw my phone when I saw it. I gasped out loud. Yeah. Um, okay, I have two. Okay. So you know about both of them, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize. One of them is old. I just forgot to say something on the last. One of them happened um, before I left New York. So I got a new tattoo. Yes. Um, when I was home and it is my dad's handwriting and I got it from a card that he gave me for my birthday a few years ago, a few years before he died. And in searching for this card, I was looking through all of my like photo albums, like my, my drawer of keepsakes. And I didn't remember that I had kept this, but I found the card that ASV gave me on my birthday when we were quote unquote just friends that made me realize he wanted a relationship with me. It is a it is an intimate letter. It is a very intimate letter. I sent you a the I almost said screenshot. Lord technology has ruined us. Um oh my god. I don't know if this is a good idea or a bad idea. What? Tell me. I wonder we'll God, I've probably thrown mine away. From like what? Oh, oh, but I have the PowerPoint. Um, we should like read stuff on the Patreon. I would love that. I was actually thinking okay. I would read that letter on the Patreon. Okay, cool. The great. We'll table this. Like I'll read screenshots. I'll, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Down. yeah. Um, I don't think we've ever plugged our Patreon more than in the last like fifteen. Yeah, years. this is wild. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that so that was, I honestly threw it i threw the card when i picked it up because i didn't actually know what it was it had like a cat on the outside it w- it wasn't a very obviously romantic card in like nature so i picked it up and was like why did i keep this card with this giant cat on it and i opened it i'm and shocked you like, had to ask yourself that question I- fair but everything <laughs> in that everything in that drawer is sentimental in, in nature yes so, like, I wouldn't have kept the card just because it has a cat. So I was mostly surprised that there was something sentimental that had a giant cat on it. So, And it was, yeah, anyway. So I, I then opened it and was like, oh, God, and, like, threw the card and then, like, went to go find it and read it again. It, it's a very sweet and validating card of it is somebody who thought I was really great. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. So, okay, so that was number one. The second one. The day before Thanksgiving, or maybe on Thanksgiving, I got a text message from the oyster's mother. This slays me. And I've never mentioned this before, but the oyster's sister-in-law, his brother's wife, is also named Allie. That is so funny. And we spell it the same way. And so, and it's funny because... By the end of our relationship, because I went to his house like a bunch of times, like I'd met his family a few times. By the end of our relationship, they were calling me Oysters Alley versus his brother's Alley. Yeah. Um, But the first time I met them, they kept referring to his brother's wife as our Alley. Oh, my God. That's really funny. <laughs> like, not to be mean. They weren't yeah. doing it on purpose. But I was just like, oh, OK, I'm not your Alley. Got it yeah that's yeah definitely not intended as no not at all not at all to make they you were very small but yeah that's funny they were very welcoming people i always had a good time in their house but um so anyway so she she and i had texted before about like some uh dinner preparation for like stuff that i was bringing over like we 
her garden, whatever. We had like exchanged some like pleasantries via text message. Yeah, I definitely had the number. I definitely have had the numbers of exes of mine's moms. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, I have not spoken to her since the breakup. I all of a sudden get this text message out of nowhere that is a picture of roasted pumpkin seeds and it says plenty of seeds left for Saturday. (laughs) Amazing. And I was like, what the fuck? And then I realized, oh, this was meant for their alley. Yeah, I was about to say, did she then was like, she's like, oh, no, I didn't send it to our alley. Oops, meant for our alley. And so then I was like, I asked you, I I posted a poll to my Instagram, like, should I respond to this? I I kind of immediately had already decided that I wasn't going to. Yeah, let, Um, let her realize. Yeah, I think if it had been something that felt more important, I might have. Yes, that's fair. Like, come to the hospital now. Right. Like, their alley did not need to know about the extra pumpkin seeds immediately. No, No, we're good. (laughs) So, like, like, she'll either realize that she sent it to the wrong person, feel embarrassed on her own, and, and move on, or she'll never know. Because it was not an important text message. And, exactly. you know, no, no one I think will be that wiser. I think that I could see her thinking, Allie never responded. And then yes. be like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I kind of, I the only, the only scenario that I really hope doesn't happen is that she mentally notes that Allie never responded and harbors resentment for it. That would be bad. That'd be very yes. funny, but bad. Yeah. Um, because she like, I could actually kind of see her have that vibe. Oh, so um, I just hope that that didn't happen. And I also hope that she did not tell the oyster that she did it. If she does. Yes, I hope that so she too. did. Um, but anyway, yeah, that those are my phone throwing moments. Wild. This episode. I love it. Listen up, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're coming to the DC Comedy Loft for another live podcast Thursday, March 21st. Get your tickets. We are I think over halfway sold out already. Well over halfway sold out. So get your tickets if you want to come experience some magic live. We want to meet you. We want to talk to you. We're going to have so much fun. And it's also Allie's birthday that week. It is my birthday that week. So, and my mom might be there. I'm excited. You can go to findingmrhyde.com slash live to find an easy link also in our bios to get those tickets. And we are going to have an after party afterwards where we can really meet and greet, talk to everybody somewhere in the area. Yeah. So make sure you come DC Comedy Loft Thursday, March 21st. And if you want to check out some stand up, I'm going to be there all weekend. So Friday and that Saturday, I'll be doing stand up shows, start swiping on Hinge, bring a date, have a good time. And you'll, you can come and meet Allie's mom, which we still have some spots left on our Portugal trip. And a little update on that. A few of you reached out to us about hey, I want to come either, unfortunately, I don't have my mom anymore, or I want to come with my aunt, I want to come with my sister, I just want to come with a friend. The trip is officially open to anybody that would like to come, as long as you don't mind. Half the trip being moms and daughter combos. Everybody's excited to come. Doesn't matter. You are welcome to join. Travel with us. It's going to be so, so fun. You can also check that out at findingmrhite.com slash podcast. If you have any questions about it, feel free to reach out. We're happy to answer anything. We're just so excited to be there with our moms and with you. Yep. Next October, October 4th through 10th. Check it out. Come travel with us too. I'm excited for this episode, even though, so it's a new concept that we'll explain in a second. And ideally, we would have named and branded this new concept before recording it. Um, But that's not really what we do here. (laughs) That's not what we do here. And so... We have not named nor branded this concept, but we are going to before we yeah. release it. And so right now, please enjoy a re- recording, a post-production recording of what we are going to call these types of episodes. Excellent. And we are back in the future, although kind of like still the past since this is... Yeah. Uh, time I can never weird. figure it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, but good news, we've come up with an idea of what we need to call this segment. And also, you pointed out that we fully forgot to do the weird or not that we posted and had notes on. So yes, we were fully prepared and ready and yet just blanked. It's fine. Just didn't do it. And I was actually really excited to talk to you about it all week since I posted it. And then we just like fully forgot. There was a lot going on. There was excitement. There was a whole new um, episode arc that we're introducing the too many moving parts 
Very true. So do you want to reveal what we're calling this? Yeah. So um, it's funny because we talked it up as like, we're going to figure out like a cool way to talk about like three. No, it's fine. Didn't do that. This is for the best. (laughs) (laughs) You know, in all of our episode descriptions, we usually will call a full episode topic talk because we kind of have one main thing that's the through line. And as we said, this is going to tackle more than one thing in an episode. So we're going to call these hot topics as it is both going to be kind of like things that are pertinent and also a throwback to a classic mall culture shop that we all recall. Yes. And I can't promise that I won't always go, hot topics. Oh my God. Wait, what's that? What? It's hot pockets. Hot pockets. Oh my God. Oh my God. I was like, (laughs) wait, I know that tune. It's hot hot pockets. (laughs) That is so funny. Oh my God. Okay. So hot Uh, topics. Great. Yeah. But before we get- Back to the first Hot Topics one, let's do Weird or Not. Yes. So this week's Weird or Not is they pay with a corporate card on the first date. Weird or Not. I don't want to steal what I think you're going to say in that this is a issue that you often bring up, which is how did you come across this information? Yes. And many people, because they listen, many people are now asking that like – I'm going to comfortably say that like 25 to 30% of most responses now have something to do with how did I discover this information? (laughs) Yeah, which is fair. So yes, but like, let's say, let's say that, that they put their card down and you just see as it is sitting there on the table that it is their corporate card. Right. So I think that's weird. Because – so here, here's what's hard, where it's like if somebody has a job where they can classify our date as a write-off, got to respect the hustle to a certain degree. For I sure. Kinda I kind of get mean, it. We know somebody who had that job. Do you remember when Alana came on, Alana Dunn came on, and she told yeah. us that when she worked at Hinge, they got date allocations. Okay. Really good point. In theory, that – I think would come up that she uh, yes. worked at a dating app and therefore yeah. super specific uh, situation that is likely yeah. not going to be the case. Um, however, I think that this would make me feel a little weird where it's it says to me you viewed this as a business transaction, not mm-hmm. as a romantic interaction. And right. so I would think I think this is weird and I think it's going to be 70 weird, 30 nah. You nailed it. <gasps> oh my God, really? Yeah. Oh my God. Like, like it was literally actually exactly, or within- No, literally, it was 70, 30. Holy shit. That's amazing. Okay, just give me like two weeks of breathing room to percolate and then I'll get these. <laughs> there you go. Oh, um, amazing. Yeah, it, people thought this was very weird. Um a lot of people said what you did, like, is this a business transaction or is this a meeting? Is this a is this a work meeting or is this a date? Um, right. And I agree that it's weird, and that's coming from somebody who, where you could I, be doing I this, could write that I could absolutely on the dates where I split it or you know pay for some part of the date, whatever. It would be absolutely one hundred percent above board for me to claim that. Because I am recapping my dates for my business. Yes, exactly. And I've never even considered it. It hasn't even – and I have a bit, I have a corporate card for my Finding Mr. Mm-hmm. Height business. It has never even crossed my mind until this weird or not nah, that I could do that. Yeah. May I tell the story of how this weird or not nah came into being? Yes. Okay. My friend went on a date. And this is talk about like the way you proposed coming across this information is so much smoother and better than what happened. And so what <laughs> happened made this especially weird. So this is a girlfriend of mine went out on a date with a man. The date concludes. I think that she must have gone to the bathroom or something where she didn't see him give the card. Uh-huh. Because then when the waiter or waitress came back, she said, like, 
like even split or something. Oh, maybe so. Maybe she was there when he handed it over because the waitress then was like even opened it up and said even split or something. Or she came back with two and like went to hand one to each. Right, right. And he was like, oh no, those are both mine. And he split it between his personal and his corporate. That's even weirder. Yes. And he was clearly trying to hide it from her. Oh. By like either like sort of like turning his body and like pushing them like it, it, yeah it I was wonder, like not I wonder if he had some like meal allowance for the day where he could like like at a lot of places when you work pa- like I have friends that work for banks and like when they work past a certain time which they like almost always do they can order dinner up to a certain amount mhm I wonder if it was something like that I, this is that still would weird make don't get me wrong ton of sense that's ma- that would make wrong. a ton this of sense so weird it's still weird. It's still yeah. shady. But like, I wonder if that's what it was that he like charged his portion of it, almost as if he had like gotten dinner with a colleague, but only yes. charged his because he usually have to submit a receipt. Yeah, that's actually a really great call. I bet that I bet that's what happened. So this this weird or not, nah, it wasn't the weirdest one we've ever had. Like we've had splits that were more weird. Yeah, but it was. This is anecdotal because I don't actually keep track of this, but it was, I think, the most responses and the angriest responses. Whoa, what were they saying? People were pissed about the legality of the situation. Oh, I would assume that it was legal. So most people did not make that assumption. Most people assumed that the person is defrauding their company of money. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that would be very not – that's more than weird. That's not – That's illegal. That's wrong. Crime. That's wrong. It's crime. 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 (laughs) Yes. Um, We really need to come back to that trope more often because I feel like newer listeners are going to have no idea why we just yelled crime. Yeah, that's true. We Um, we should also – we should – we've talked about this. We need to publish like a lexicon. We do. You're right. Um, Which can also turn into like our ideas for merch. Yes. Um, But – yeah, the vast majority, in fact, of responders – I don't know about the people who voted, but the vast majority of responders said, like, this is unethical, this is shady, I wouldn't want to be with somebody who would, like, defraud their company and the government. Like, no, a lot. they were really going hard on this. This is not some Wesley Snipes shit. This is just – Yeah, but I, I do think I would wonder, like if somebody paid with their corporate card and I saw that, I do think it would occur to me like, oh, are they allowed to expense this? Like I, I think it, the question would enter my mind. Yeah, In addition For to sure. me thinking like why are they expensing this? What part of this interaction is a business expense? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like what – you know, it makes – it sort of gets is what I was saying, which is that it makes it feel like it was transactional. Completely. Even if like – like I'm thinking about that guy that your friend went out with who let's just pretend that the scenario that I made up was accurate, that he had mm-hmm. a dinner allowance. That's like fully allowed. Like it doesn't totally. matter who you have dinner with, where you have dinner or what time you have dinner if you work – for most of my friends where this has been the case. If you work past yes. a certain time, like they they pay for that amount. So like – totally above board. Mm-hmm. And I think I think for more people than I think I think it is above board if you will for more people than people realized. Agreed. Like basically everybody who was saying like this is unethical is just like making the blanket assumption that this would never be allowed. And also in LA, we have there are a lot of people in sort of like client services industries. For example, Agents, managers, all those types of people can very easily write stuff off because of the structure, which is that like casual coffees, lunches, dinners, usually somebody is trying to like talk to you about some project they're working on. Therefore, it's a business expense. Yeah. But like on a date, hopefully that's not the case. Oh, for sure. So like, you know, but – uh, yeah, so I I do think this is weird, but it did get me thinking. I'm like, should I have? Should I bring my corporate card with me on dates? Like, I oh my god, I can write off my date expenses. I write off a lot of the stuff that I buy for my dates, there like a lot of my date prep stuff and like the stuff I use for my videos. Like, of course, I write all that stuff off because I'm making videos from it. I mean, maybe bring it because should you end up in like a splitting or covering scenario? Yeah, I like never even occurred to me, and it's also like. 
it's a lot of people were concerned about people like defrauding their company. It's like, it's me, it's my money regardless. Right. Also yeah. my, in its first year, my company is so far in the red that at this point it doesn't matter. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I don't need to find additional things that I can expense. It's like all coming from the same pool anyway. Yeah. Um, next year won't be that way, but this year we are. I'm saying we like, it's me. Yeah, truly. So anyway, good weird and awesome segment. I'm excited for the first Hot Topics one, which we've already recorded and it's great. So yeah, enjoy. I'm super pumped. I think it's really, I, I think it's a cool way to address things in a little bit more depth, but also not so much depth. It's a, it's it's yes. the Goldilocks of depth. <laughs> yes, I love that. It's going to be great. All right. Back to Enjoy. it. And now we're back having just heard an amazing new name for what we were going to call these episodes. Perfect. <laughs> I hope I haven't oversold it. I hope we don't come up with something so terrible. Yeah. That now us I would assume that future us it. are geniuses and we've got this all figured out. Future us are definitely geniuses, although I will harbor resentment towards you for not allowing us to call it the threesome. That's you know, that's like a that's an internal name only, Allie. <laughs> Um, so Rook, that's why don't the you public tell... facing. <laughs> I, well, sorry, I faced it to the public. <laughs> um, so Rook, why don't you tell the public why it might be called something else that's not the threesome? Um, so we were thinking that there's stuff that we have on our Finding Mr. Height feedback form that we haven't really been getting to just because of how we've been structuring our episodes. And to sort of bring that stuff to the front. We were thinking it would be fun to do this like triple this like triple hit thing where we answer a question that is a little bit more involved than the ones that we do in our grab bag episodes but doesn't quite either touches on a topic that we've already covered pretty thoroughly, doesn't quite warrant it's like doesn't really like give us the jumping off point to create a whole new topic. So like answer a question, address a is this a situationship and sort of analyze the situation that the person's in and then um, do a screenshot. Cause I've been, I've like really wanted to read these screenshots cause I love nothing more than reading what like boys <laughs> send and like answer the question that is inherently asked as a part of the screenshot. And so um, yeah, which like we should like spin a wheel. What would you like to begin with? Ooh, that's a fun question. Um, oh, I so I would just also just want to echo I'm really excited to start to get to more of the stuff from the suggestion form because while we do use that like when we have a certain topic we will kind of comb through there and check for questions and we use that for topic idea generation but there's so much content in there that we haven't been able to get to so I'm excited yeah um and also just like plug for people to like get us your situationship questions get us your screenshots because like this is happening Yes, findingmrhyde.com slash podcast, and you will see the link. Um, Let's start with the screenshot. Okay. Should we read the question first or the screenshot first? I think the I question think, should come first. Yeah, I think we need a little bit of context because even when I read this question, I like was a little bit confused until partway through it. Um, And so I think maybe rather than reading the entire thing, we just kind of set the scene a little bit. Okay. Um, do you want kind of me back. to read the question and you read the screenshot? Um, I'll set the scene. Okay. And then we can – and then I think we should read the screenshot and then read the question. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes, it does. Like set the scene. Yeah. Okay. So the scene is that these people have never met. What? Yeah. Wait. Did you not realize that either? No. Okay. Great. I – This just I, got infinitely more interesting. I just stared intently at the screen when I said these people have never met to watch your face because I was really hoping that you also didn't realize they've <laughs> never met. I'm speechless. Okay. The reason that I know they've never met, it's she says, I want to just meet him to see what he's like in person. Do you think they've been having FaceTime dates? I don't. It doesn't say that. Or maybe they've just been texting. Wow, wow, we wow. Okay, please set the scene a little bit more. That, I mean, that, okay. <laughs> okay, so th these people have never met. 
Okay, um, th- I guess that's the scene, frankly. That's the scene. That's the scene. Okay. And that's that's all I wanted to say. Honestly, that's all I wanted to say that Great. one sentence and watch you react then to it. That's all I that's all I wanted. I will be I'll be the man and read the read the question. Okay. And there's not she says, well, I guess she says one one thing that we can read here. Okay. Go. He says, "It's 2 a.m. here currently. We're 10 hours ahead of you." I can't comprehend. I hope he's on vacation. Okay. <laughs> I appreciate your openness and honesty with me. You're going to think I'm crazy, but I would love to go all in and be exclusive with you, like an official couple, and take a leap of faith with zero hesitation. Things just feel so right with you, and I'm not afraid to go after what I want. I listen to my heart. He he says here, but he means, he means heart. heart. I listen to my heart and gut and common sense, of course. However, everything just feels so right with you, and I have great feelings for us. Sounds crazy, I know, but sometimes you just know when you know. Would love to give up all the dating apps and other women to be exclusive with you. Judge away, but just being straight up with you. Hope that doesn't scare you away, nor anything else of such. Please be scared away. Please be so scared. Be so scared. I I hope that there has been like extensive Facebook communication. I I do love that he says Facebook? he's willing to give up the other FaceTime. Do I say Facebook? Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was wrong. I do love that he says he's willing to give up all the other women. <laughs> uh, so many other women. He's giving them all up. Um, she, the only piece of her reply that we can see is, wow, quite the proposition. And we can also see that he has thumbsed up the message. Right. Um, okay. Should you read the rest of her context yeah. and question? Yeah. So she said, prior to this, he was overly enthusiastic right from the start. So flattering. And I can be a sucker for it, but I'm in a much better headspace that I can take a step back and rationalize. I obviously declined, but I'm still talking to him and did tell him he's coming on way too strong. He asked what I needed to make me feel more comfortable and he changed his tune. I just want to meet him to see what he's like in person out of curiosity. Plus there are things that are interesting about him and he's super cute. Is it bad to go on a date to see what he's like, even though I'm extra on guard about him? This is no. Yes. Do not go on this date. Yeah. Do I'm not, like, what's the answer? I can't tell if it's a no or a yes. <laughs> it's she she asked, is it bad? Yes. Yes. Then the answer is yes. Do not go on this date. Do do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Insane. This man. Not her. Not her. No, 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 not her. And I I get why there is a part of you, me, you, her, whatever, that when you get something like this, there's a part of you that's feels special. That's of like, course. oh, this this person who you're somewhat invested in because it, it I imagine that they've been talking a decent amount. It doesn't, it, she doesn't say anything about FaceTime. So I'm not going to assume that they've had that interaction, but at least a decent amount of texting. Yeah. You're invested to some degree. You think they know you to some degree and they say they want to be exclusive with you. Like that's super flattering mm-hmm. for a moment until you realize that this person is way over invested for never having met you. And that speaks volumes about them. Yes. Like how little do you have to have going on in your life that this like inanimate person, inanimate's not even the word I'm looking for, but like anonymous person in the void is yeah. better than every, you know, everything else. You want to forsake all other women and be exclusive with this person that you've never met. And I'm sure this listener who submitted this is great. Oh, I'm absolutely. sure she would be a great person to date. And yet he doesn't this know that is yet. still crazy. Exactly. He doesn't know that yet. Yeah. Yeah. So do not do not go out with this man. Um, wow. That was incredible. I also want to say that if you hear your submission in these episodes, please feel free to shoot me a DM on Instagram with a don't resubmit it to the form because it'll get lost. We, we won't know that it ties back to this thing. Shoot me a DM. Give us an update. We will update on the next pod. Yeah, I would love. I would love an update on this. Um, wow. All right. Um, next, should we do Here's the question yours. and then end with the situation ship? Sure. I'm gonna try my best to um, edit this one down. This one, I, I, I know very well. I've read it a few times. Um, <laughs> I will not be shocked by this one. I'm so happy that you didn't realize they hadn't met because she really buried the lead with it. And it's didn't... really in the middle. I couldn't yeah. tell. I had read the text and I was like, this is wild. <laughs> and then, wow, it was even better. Okay. Yeah. 
This listener writes, last night I had a second date with a guy I like. I suggested a bar with a great happy hour and we were good to go. An hour before we were supposed to meet, he told me his roommate, he told his roommate about the happy hour deal and now the roommate wants to bring his girlfriend and them to go too. I responded with us, LOL, to which he said, not necessarily, but not necessarily not with us. (laughs) No pressure. If you just want to see me, it's an option. She says that she remained true to direct communication and responded, I'd love to meet your friends at some point, but I'd like more one-on-one time with you first, smiley face. Amazing response. He said, okay, love, cool. Love that response. That We should make that a script. Yeah, actually. Um, He said, okay, cool. And that was that. So we thought. We're an hour into the date. It's going great. And he says, I have a confession to make. My friends still came. They're sitting over there. We ended and up going she, over to- Then she, she inserts a bunch of question marks, which was my exact reaction as well. Yes. Um, we ended up going over to meet his friends and have a drink with them. They were lovely. I had a great time and I do want to see him again, but I'm a little stuck on the fact that he asked me what I wanted and blatantly ignored it. Is this a deal breaker or something I should chalk up to a weird misjudgment, AKA deal breaker, red flag, I would say. Um, I'm editorializing. Um, side note, I also feel awkward that now I know the roommate and girlfriend were probably observing our date without me knowing and probably all disgusted afterwards. To be honest. They're doing that anyways. That would have happened anyway. Yep. Yeah. That's how, that's how the part that worries me. And basically, um, she feels duped and um, she's not – she's stuck on that. What do you think? Uh, I think it is a major red flag that he ignored that boundary that she set. Yeah. I think – I actually think it's twofold because you – he cannot physically – he could he, like he could really ask the roommate, like, please don't – like, she said, no, man, you know, please don't. And the roommate could be like, no, I think it'll be really funny. Like, I'm going to fucking do it. You can't stop me. It needs to be the first words out of his mouth. It cannot Absolutely. be an hour in. No, no, no. He has to say, like, they wouldn't say no. They're here. I'm so sorry. Yes, exactly. Yes. For me, it's not that the roommate came anyway because you can't control other people. It's that he – hid that fact even though he knew that she didn't want other people there yes even honestly this would have been weird even without their conversation prior like if i was on a date with somebody and an hour into the date he said i have a confession to make my roommate and his girlfriend have been right there the entire time i would be very uncomfortable with that even if we'd never talked about them being there Completely agreed. And it sounds like this listener like handled this situation with such grace. I'm like so impressed with her. Um, Very. I think – I also almost think that like what's funny is this guy – not to advocate lying, but like this guy played it the absolute worst possible way where yes. you either need to instantly do it or take it to your fucking grave. Yes. There's and no he did neither. <laughs> There's no in between. Yeah. Um, And I – I so, so I don't I said I thought it was a major red flag. I wouldn't put it into deal breaker category until you have a conversation about it. That's fair. Yeah. Because I think I could foresee a world in which they have a really direct and frank conversation where she expresses how uncomfortable that made her and how it, you know, undermined trust. Yeah. Like hey, I felt and, really put on the spot and that I asked for this didn't happen and that didn't make me feel good right and not only that i asked for this and it didn't happen but also that you hid it from me and i think his reaction to that conversation would tell me whether this is a deal breaker or a red flag i think that's very fair but i i i don't have high hopes to be honest oh interesting i think it's i think it's I don't know. I think people who cross boundaries like that are boundary crossers often. Yeah, that's fair. Where it's sort of like, let me kind of like push to see how like how far it gives. Yeah. And I I am probably coming from like a little bit of a prickly place on this at the moment because yet again, my boundaries video has – Well, again, fucking today, my boundaries video is going through another wave of like angry men who are triggered by a woman who doesn't want to be touched. Insane. It's nuts. Um, and so, I mean, whatever, I get paid for every view they give me, but I, I am, I am coming from a very specific location on this, on boundaries 
as we in speak. this moment. Yeah. yeah. Understandable. So I'm like ready to like bust out some rocks and make a wall at this point. Buy myself an armored Aww. suit. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, and then also just to um, not wrap up exactly, but just to put a button on the thing that we sort of editorialized mid letter is that, you know, people go home to their roommates and they spill yes. about their dates and they debrief and it might be super positive or they might be talking shit. We can't control that. That's going to happen anyways. I'm I'm sure I've said terrible things that um, people would not be thrilled to know I've said about dates that I've been on publicly. Yeah, publicly. although I <laughs> – although like I do – I do I do understand what she means about them having like watched her. Agreed. Agreed. Like that part – because typically in the scenario that you're referring to, it's one way. It's the yes. guy – going home to his roommate and his roommate's girlfriend and like dishing on the date and it's and it's all his perceptions and she was right there with him it's i I do think it is a different dynamic when it's like the other way Uh, uh no that is that is fair i just think on sort of like not that you have to have a hierarchy of things that are bothering you but i think that this is a lower it's a lower one than the yes, to your point part, boundary crossing issue. That part doesn't bother me as much as the boundary crossing and the lying. Yeah. All right. Okay. Part three is this a situation ship? Um, as we know, I think um, if you're asking, it probably is. As we yeah know, they, before <laughs> yeah in you know um there's you know just as we have like a presumption of innocence we're gonna have a presumption of situationship presumption of situationship but i also think there's just generally like where to go from here type advice that are that's happening in these situations totally for lack of a better word okay i've been dating this guy it's been a couple months and we're getting pretty comfortable with each other at this point we went from seeing each other twice a week to once a week or every other week recently because he's so busy with work He still makes an effort to communicate every day. When he notices I may be annoyed or I bring up a problem with him, he immediately or as soon as possible FaceTimes me to resolve it. Classmate energy. I was going to say, oh my God, is she doing the classmate? (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Don't worry, Rourke. It's not Wednesday. Yeah, we're good. We're good. Well, it's not Wednesday in Spain. It's Thursday in Spain. Oh yeah. 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 You're safe. You're safe. Very safe. Okay. Um... Okay, when we do see each other, he makes an effort to make it special and different each time. Great. Love that. That that was her, not me. Also, she put that in parentheses on her own. Um, we did pretty early on agree to be exclusive and delete dating apps. I brought it up seeking clarity because I was dating other people, but he was the one who said he'd already been thinking about that and had already done so. So the confusion. He hasn't made any indication to us getting any more serious than what it already is, and it doesn't feel as exciting as it did at first because he's so busy we hardly have time to make meaningful conversations on days we don't see each other. I'm in no rush to become quote-unquote official because I feel like we're still getting to know each other, but I can't help but question if he's getting too comfortable with what it is right now or if I'm being insecure slash in my own head. I don't want to make him feel like I'm pressuring him by asking him to DTR over and over again. Because he is putting an effort for how busy and stressed out he is. And I don't want him to feel like it's not enough. This one's complicated. Very. very. Yeah. This one has a lot lot of moving pieces. And I think like touches on a lot of different episodes that we've done. Mm -hmm. The first thing that I want to talk about is the frequency and level of their connection. Like how often they're seeing each other how often they're communicating. Okay. Because although she says it's because he's so busy with work and like that could absolutely be true, Mm -hmm. but it sounds like she's really not happy with the way things are now. And I don't know based on this question if she's talked to him about that. Can Mm. you tell that? No, it's definitely not. That's definitely not in here. And I guess also there's no indication. Similarly, there's no indication as to whether or not this is a permanent or temporary job situation. Yes, that's a really good point, actually. Like, is this like he's on a project right now or – Right. Or is this the new normal? Exactly. That's and, actually a really good distinction to to make. And because if it is – if this is the new normal, this does not sound sustainable for her. No. Like, I actually remember saying to PowerPoint once when we were – 
it was actually like right before I broke up with him because um, I realized the answer on my own. <laughs> I remember saying to him, is this like a bat? I was like, is this a phase or is this who we are? Mm. And it was what we like, who it was who were. he was. And so yeah. I was like, this is not going to work. Um, but yeah, I think she should figure out if this is like a season of life that they will move past or not. And then That's a really interesting question. Yeah. Tough. I don't uh, to be honest, I I think the answer is no. This is not a situationship. This is I don't I don't think so either. This is this is an exclusive relationship. Yeah. I I agree. Yeah, the, the answer actually is no. Yeah. Um but One of the things that I have a question for her on is, so she said he hasn't made any indication to us getting any more serious. What does that mean to her? Yeah. What are they not doing? They're not official. She put that word in quotes. So by that, I assume she means like boyfriend, girlfriend. Um, She doesn't say that, but that's probably what she means. Right. And so if it's been a couple months – what isn't happening? Are they not meeting friends? Are they not suggesting – you know, are they – like, are their lives kind of compartmentalized to just the two of them where they meet up and maybe have sex? Or are they – like, what? what is this looking like, I guess? Yeah. And I understand not wanting to ask him to DTR over and over or tell him that, like, what he's doing isn't enough. Mm-hmm. But if it sounds like she's unhappy. Agreed. And so whether or not – like there is a possibility that he's going to feel pressure and there is a possibility that he's going to feel upset or pressured or overwhelmed by her saying that what he's what is going on right now isn't enough. But if she's unhappy, then that doesn't matter because if – otherwise the other option is for her to keep being unhappy. Right. Exactly. Like or, something yeah, has yeah. to give. Yes. Yeah. Either – yeah. No, that's that's exactly right. Like either she needs to become a person who wants something different than she wants. Or she has or, to ask for what she wants. Exactly. Right. And like if he reacts negatively to her asking for what she wants, then perhaps he's not on the same page of wanting that thing and then he's not the right person for her. Yeah, exactly. And I actually it, – it's funny. I relate – like I – I know what that's like to have, like, if you're not seeing somebody very often, you want those to be just, like, really positive, fun times. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, ugh, do I, like, use this time to bring up this serious conversation that, like, might not go well and then, like, this – we're seeing each other every other week and then, like, we've lost this day or, you know what, like, I get that. Yeah. It's actually something that I think is extremely difficult about long-distance relationships that I've struggled with in the past, that's like, it. you feel like you don't want to have, you know, serious relationship conversations virtually. However, when you only see each other every couple weeks or maybe every few weeks or once a month, then it's like, oh my God, every time we see each other, we have this massive relationship conversation. That you're yeah. right, might not always go well. And then what if it doesn't go well and now you had this weekend together and you're upset? Yeah, exactly. So I I feel for her in that sense. But I, I I don't think there's an option here that unless she's going to continue being unhappy and confused. Agreed. So, you know, talk to him. Yeah. I do, I do think, though, that like going into that conversation, I would recommend that she be really clear about what it is that she is looking for. Like, yes, the, the verbiage that's in this question is a little bit vague in terms of like, becoming more serious like try to get really concrete about what you're asking for right and she even says i'm in no rush to become official because i feel like we're still getting to know each other but she clearly is not also comfortable with the status quo no and so i think what is she asking for exactly so she needs to assess like what she actually wants to change and approach it that way yeah and let us know how it goes. Yeah. I would like updates on all three uh, quandaries, please. Thank you. Yes, please. Um, well, this was very fun. I like this a lot. I really liked it. Um, it was a wonderful first threesome episode. No, Allie, we aren't doing this. <laughs> 
I'm, I'm just going to keep calling it that. You, until I'm just going to make fetch happen. I'm making it happen. The listeners are going to start calling it that. We're going to make merch that says threesome on it. Get on board, baby. Oh, my God. That is going to send the wrong message out into the world. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? <laughs> the podcast that never talks about sex except when they have merch that says threesome. It's a good zero to 60 move. That <laughs> It's great. I think we're ready. <laughs> oh, my God. We need a, I need like a tech script, te- tech script to deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You can, I'm dying. You can set All a boundary right. work. I understand. Exactly. Um, okay. Well, let's stop so we can um, relieve your back. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And um, I will talk to you and see you in a few days. Hooray. See you soon. Bye.